Richter trying to sit in there alone. It pinballs to the crease. Let's get it. Oh my god! Here we go, here we go. You're listening to Country Blues Podcast. With your hosts, Derek. How you gonna get it, Bobby? John. Attaboy, Johnny, eat up, bud! Matt Casey. Unnecessary, but totally necessary. And Cody. What's not to love? What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Pod Street Bullies. My name is Derek. We are Johnless, but we have Hoagie. Hoagie's here, and Hoagie. Casey will be here sometime. <laughs> Casey will be joining us momentarily. I would assume it's because he's putting the kids to sleep, something that I did with the help of something I'm not going to say, because if my wife is watching, she might kill me. Anyways... lots of stuff to get into and by lots of stuff i mean one major thing that we are going to discuss that will likely take up a good part of this episode i'm sure everybody listening right now everybody that is currently listening and watching the show as well knows exactly what we're going to talk about that is the hockey canada situation um we're all very well aware as to what went down. There's no need to rehash it. We're not going to get into the graphic details. Uh, For those of you that don't, please look it up. We're not going to do that here (laughs) right now. Um, Just not the time or place. However, um, there have been some interesting developments in regards to the police, in regards to certain players taking leaves of absences, the reasoning behind it, and just Things really starting to fall into place. Um, The one thing that ties this all back to the Flyers here is obviously Carter Hart. So it was reported, I believe it was yesterday. uh, Was it Tuesday that he's taken a leave of absence? Or no, it wasn't Tuesday. It was, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It was earlier today. Carter Hart is taking a leave of absence from the team. No, it was Um, was yesterday, wasn't it? Maybe it was Tuesday. I. Today's yeah. been an absolute whirlwind. I mean, I'm yeah, sure it's it was, been the same for you, Hoagie. <laughs> it was it was yesterday, right before the game. Right. And I mean, between the group chat that we're both in with uh, Flyers High and Wide, uh, Time My Skates as well, uh, Philly is Flyer. Like, it's <laughs> – I I can't tell you if I really actually got any work done today uh, <laughs> regarding where I work during the yeah. day. Yeah, yesterday and today. both. I mean, it, everybody's head is just, you know – blown by you know Carter Hart taking a leave of absence indefinite you don't know what's going on here comes Cal Peterson the the slot in like what what everybody's going just going wild like it's it's wild to to think that these players are involved and there's going to be repercussions maybe eventually but what a what a wild couple of days Right. Now, if Matt Casey can get things sorted out, nope, he actually just left us, so he'll get <laughs> that sorted out regardless. Um, but yes, there. so getting down into the, the thick of things here, 
Um, the latest that's come out in regards to uh, most of the day today, including yesterday, uh, five players have taken leaves of absences. Uh, the five players are obviously Carter Hart with the Flyers. You have Dylan Dube with the Calgary Flames. And then you have Michael McLeod and Cal Foote of the New Jersey Devils. Now, the only other player that's outside of the NHL that is taking a leave of absence from his team is Alex Formenton uh, from a team in Switzerland. So, and I don't, speculation will run rampant. Like, there are people that are going to say that, yeah, these are the guys. What's leading you to believe otherwise, if right. anything? Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty cut and dry. Like, they're requesting five players from from that team, and just so happens that five players are taking leads leads with absences. I mean, one of my favorite shows is uh, NCIS and Gibbs Gibbs's rules, Rule Thirty Nine. There's no such thing as a coincidence, and I they, they got to be connected. And mm-hmm. people started seeing these, this domino effect, and I think it started Sunday with Dube, where he took a leave of abs- absence due to mental health. I believe mm-hmm. is what was cited and yeah. then and then the next domino was carter hart last night and then mm-hmm. i think this morning was the switzerland player and then it took a little while for the devils yes hear me there yeah is. there we go matt Welcome. casey's here Welcome, Casey. and then and then this morning later on with uh morning skate the, do- the two devils players weren't there and they released their statement right you hear me? Uh, yes. we can hear you just fine we uh Getting right into the thick of things here. I'm sure you're very. I guess okay. he can't hear us. I guess, yeah, he can't hear us. So um, regardless, um, what we want to kind of get into is a, a few scenarios, I guess you could call it. Uh, what we're really interested in is obviously how this is all going to unfold. Now, London, Ontario police uh, presumably are going to give these five gentlemen, um, not necessarily the five that have taken leaves of absence, one to two weeks to turn themselves in. And they're going to have a press conference that this is going to stream live on Facebook as well on February 5th. So everybody, I'm assuming, is marking their calendars as we speak <laughs> already. Uh, that's something I'm very interested in hearing about because one of two things is going to happen, in my opinion. And Hoagie, I'd like to get your take on this too. But they're either going to, A, say that players one through five or players X, Y, and Z have turned themselves in without giving names stating right. that until guilty we will not release the names or b they're going to flat out come out and say this guy this guy this guy this guy and this guy have all turned themselves in are now undergoing questioning and could potentially get booked sent to court and tried for these crimes um i'd have to think they're going to go the former and not release the, the names. Right. But again, what plays into that is the fact that there are five gentlemen that have taken leaves of absence. Now, back to your point, and I'd like to kind of harp on this for a little bit, Dylan Dube uh, taking his leave of absence due to his mental health. Um, again, purely speculation, not going to minimize the importance of someone's mental health But if that is the excuse and he is, in fact, a part of this, that is absolutely unforgivable. Um, I I have no, no respect for somebody who's going to cry mental health. Right. 
be a part of something like this. Like that's just a slap in the face to not only the victim, but everybody else battling mental health issues across the entire world at this point. Right. Honestly, I, th I think that was just his, uh, his way of trying to keep the whole thing quiet because he was the first to go. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, once the other dominoes started to fall, everybody was like, oh, well, this all makes sense. But yeah, I mean, shame on him because mental health is important and it sucks. Right. Hi, guys. Hey, oh, Casey. hey, Matt, Casey. How are you? So, you know what I think I did? I think I put like the volume or like the I connected the volume to my to my microphone and yeah, things got all messed up. So sorry. Right. I was going to say we could hear you fine. I'm assuming you couldn't hear us. It would have been great if I just talked for a little bit and just said all <laughs> inappropriate stuff. You had to just get, out, get the hell out of here. So uh, I'm sure you heard where we kind of left off general thoughts in regards to how this has all unfolded. Hoagie and I've had our time. So if you'd like to take your, uh, your time here, give us your stance on the happenings in regards to the, uh, the leaves of absences that have been announced here in the past two days. Yeah. I touched on games or, or anything either. So. Yeah, yeah. Not, I, I, yeah. I think this is the know. lead. You don't bury the lead. <laughs> I think you, um, you look at this from three different levels. One is the game specific level, which is the least important at this point. Number two is the organizational level. And number three is uh, the potential charges slash criminal level of this thing which is probably where you guys are at this point um one i think this has been a long time coming we've heard rumors of it um i know you guys mentioned mental health i have no doubt that this would wear on any individual so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bash carter for that but that well, wasn't carter it was dude yeah it was that was his was main reason what, that was yeah. his reason for taking the absence got it, got it. um yeah. what, what was carter's it just Leave just of leave absence. of absence. Leave of absence indefinite. Yep. yep. Um, so in some ways, it's like, okay, it's finally here. Let's get this. Let's get this yep. going. The question in my mind, this is so effed up, but I'm like, do we see Carter Hart or Fedotov? Which one comes <laughs> first? And um, there's a harsh reality to this that I don't want to downplay what the potential accusations are or the perceived accusations are because right now we don't know what those are right um there's a reality that even if carter was just the most innocent bystander and the rumor we heard was hey he just he was the one who actually picked the girl up and walked her over there like you know something like that mm -hmm. even if he theoretically didn't do anything that would warrant a long-term prison sentence this is still going to be caught up for a minimum of a year. We will not see Carter Hart again for the foreseeable future. Right. And, and not to mention his contract expires at the end of the year too. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, hockey plays a second fiddle to this. Now I will say this, if you guys have not seen it and I'm not saying one way or the other, mm -hmm. but I will not pass judgment after seeing the movie fantastic lies um which is the duke lacrosse documentary mm -hmm. and i'm not saying it one way or the other but what that did teach you is that you better freaking reserve judgment one way or the other um i'm assuming canada has somewhat of the same judicial system that we have and um you know i we'll, we'll see what comes of this but like right now 
Carter Hart's not part of this team, and I don't see him as part of this the future of this team. And anyone who thinks this is going to be a quick fix or or he'll be back, like I, I don't see it. Maybe no. I'm wrong, but I don't mm-hmm. see it. Right. I I understand the viewpoint in regards to how does this impact the team, and that should absolutely take a back seat to the actual investigation and the circumstances surrounding that. Now, being a podcast that talks about the Flyers, obviously we do have to talk about that, but it shouldn't, it should not lessen the impact that something like this has on the hockey community, the hockey world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to say that, you know, what happened is any less than what happened. Like it's still tragic. Um, mm-hmm. It's still incredibly sad that this woman had to go through what she went through, but and it's still in regards, going through. It's still going through. Correct. I mean, it, it took her how many years just to come up, uh, come through with all of this information to muster yep. the confidence to say this happened to me. I want something done about it. And, and kudos to her for doing that because some women don't do that. Some men don't do that. It, it's it takes a lot of confidence to do that, and a lot of just. Yeah, uh, it's we won't get any further into that. You know, it's unfortunate, <laughs> but it is what it is. So, in terms of what's going to happen here, uh, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, Hoagie and I did, but we're looking at a, a player in Carter Hart specifically that has an expiring deal at the end of the year. Let's hypothetically say again, keyword hypothetically, Carter Hart is guilty. What do consequences, not just from the league, but legally, what do those look like to not just Hart, but the other four individuals that were involved in this? I mean, I don't even know if I want to get into that, guys, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, it's, it's a heavy question. That's I'm a not a lawyer. <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm not going to presume innocence or guilty at this point, but, um, All I will say is that uh, Carter Hart will not be part of this team for this foreseeable future. And whether that's by his own accord or a league standing or the flyer standing or just pure circumstance, there's a good chance he he may never play in the NHL again, even if he is, even if he is innocent. And um, I just, I I don't think that any of us can perceive ourselves as legal experts. I sure (laughs) can't speak to the Canadian legal system. Right. I think, What's more, uh, what's more of the question is, uh, does this impact his contract with the Flyers? I think the obvious question is yes. Yep. Um, there's, you know, defamation of character uh, or perceived defamation of character on there. Um, and I think we need to look at this a little bit more of, okay, where do the Flyers go from here versus, okay, what are the legal proceedings? Because, Right. That's a slippery slope that I don't I don't want to get into. And we're not yeah, a right. we're not no. a hockey we're, podcast. We're not a reputable right. news source. We are opinionated <laughs> based right. sources, sources are sources. <laughs> All opinion based, dwellers, you know. So <laughs> hey, you're in the basement right now, right? I'm I said attic dwellers, man. Come on. I know I know. I'm in I'm the one up in the attic. But regardless, so this will impact Carter Hart moving forward. Guilty, innocent, it doesn't matter. Yep. Something like this is a scarlet letter. 
that you wear for the rest of your, not just career, but for your life. Um, If uh, you you guys don't want to play hypothetical, I'll respect that. I wanted to get into it a little bit, which, you know, Hey, that's fine. Uh, I'll respect the the boundaries here, folks. Um, What I'm interested in, I think the most here is obviously the results of the investigation and who the names are. But in the coming days, what's going let's play a different hypothetical here, if you guys will oblige. <laughs> what if more names come out and they're taking a leave of absence? Mm-hmm. What if two, three, four more guys as part of the can- Canadian hockey team come out and are taking leaves of absences? What are we to think when that happens? I'll start with you, Hoagie. I mean, some they're it's connected somehow, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I it's it's weird. I mean, the, it's the five. You have those that. I mean, if if others if other dominoes start to fall, then what what is there to think? There, I mean, someone's hiding something or someone's protecting somebody. At at this point, at I think in the original proceedings, there was what eight individuals that were, or not named, but like specified. Mm-hmm. I could still see three more possibly coming. I mean. One of them is still in the flyer system with Victor Mete, so you don't you don't know where that where that's going to lead. Yep, mm-hmm. right <laughs> down in Lehigh Valley. And yeah. that, honestly, that that 2018 Canada World Junior Team was a stacked team. You had mm-hmm. Kale McCarr. You had a lot of good good names on that team. So like, a lot of those players are on kind of be shunned against as well because like. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I, I think honestly, it's the culture. If it comes out in in days leading up, and charges have not been filed, I I I, I don't know. I'm probably gonna regret this, but I'll I'll say it, it it throws a little bit of shade on the investigation. Quite frankly, that why did it take so long? Yeah, why is it taking so? Why is it happening in if they had something concrete, which Again, like if there's something concrete, like freaking go with it. But like you better notify with them, which clearly it's not a coincidence that these five individuals all did this within a 24 hour period. If all of a sudden they're like, uh, OK, we have three more that that means that the investigation wasn't done as thoroughly enough. Now, clearly, there's been right. enough time to do a thorough investigation. So I, I feel like it throws um, not not. It, it just thro- throws a little bit of uh, questions on the investigation there. And I think the more uh, tight and tidied up that this thing is, and again, I'm going to go back to this Duke lacrosse thing because that is the most cognizant example of what this likely looks like. Um, they rushed to conclusions. This isn't doesn't seem like a rush to conclusions. And I'm not saying one way or the other, mm-hmm. but like this, they've had plenty of time they this was rumored in the the summer to be coming down and now it's finally happened right um you know it 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 feels like it's a little bit more calculated versus a rushed investigation right Right. like in my mind they're specifying that there are five names involved so i'm led to believe they know those five names and they're Mm -hmm. giving them the opportunity to step forward which okay Mm -hmm. cool get that you know, you want to go down and do I'm not going to say do yourself a favor. Obviously, it's not a favor, but you want to come through and say, hey, OK, I'm here. 
I did this. I was a part of it. it. Yep. Fess up to it. It, it, Exactly. I think I don't even think it's that, Derek. When they come in, they say you don't fess up to it. They say your your name has been identified in an investigation, and it is best. It is your best interest to lawyer up and turn yourself in because we have questioning for you. And that's what's happening right now. To my knowledge, charges have not been brought, and until they have not, then. You know, I want to. We all rush to guilt, but, um, you know, it, it's tough. It, it, you know, and yeah, right. So right now, these are the five names that have been identified and have been said. You are officially a suspect in this invest in this ongoing investigation. It is in your best interest to get a lawyer and come in and do this. Right. Um, I don't think it's an admission of guilt in any way, shape, or form, unless they come in and say, "Hey, yeah, I did it." In right. which case, why wouldn't they have done that? I mean, I know why they wouldn't have done that, but it, if they knew that they were guilty and they were pinned, they might have said, "Hey, we want to strike a plea bargain a year and a half ago." Right. Well, yeah, I, I'm still wasn't 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 uh, Hockey Canada do they did their own investigation? And didn't do anything right, mm-hmm. and then and then London, Ontario picked it up and did their their own you know, investigation. That, that mm-hmm. is that right? I don't know. I I, I, don't. I think that that's kind of how so. it, how it fell. It's like oh, the investigatory arm of Hockey Canada is getting into this. Like who is that? Right. Like, <laughs> I, so- I think I think that's part of the reason why it's it's taking so long is is the police didn't really dive into it right away. It right. was more of a Hockey Canada like umbrella thing first, and then and, and so you know which way this goes, one way or the other is hockey right. Canada screwed. Uh, yeah, and and I, I, like, whether they're innocent or guilty, they messed up. And it's already it, yeah, they already told us their name. Yeah, right. And I th- yeah. I think they even said that last year when when hockey Canada did nothing. Like it's like what what is that? What do you have to what do you have to prove? Is it Betty the secretary in Toronto? Like being like, oh, made a couple calls. Like that's the hockey, the hockey in Canada investigation. Yeah. It's a half-assed <laughs> investigation. I mean, hockey Canada is going to try to do what's in its best interest. And, and that's like. They glorify these kids. Yeah. These kids are they're Canadian hometown, heroes, if you want to say. Like hometown heroes. I'll, I'll they, almost they, draw. They the, win gold that year too. Sorry. I'll almost draw the comparison. To the flight logs because they drag their feet, drag their feet, drag their feet. The list is going to come out and doesn't come out. List is going to come out. It doesn't come out. There's implications to that. Now, finally we have those, we have the hockey Canada stuff. Like people will drag their feet because then they find out like, Oh, who was involved? Like, Oh, do we have to, you know, hide this guy, hide that guy, whatever it might be. Like there's background things going on. in in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, hockey Canada doesn't, doesn't want this blemish on their record. But they deserve it because yep. A, in my mind, they tried to hide it. And B, their attempt has been unsuccessful. Like it is now public knowledge that there are five people that were directly involved and now they're going to mm-hmm. turn themselves in, presumably. So I, it's just, again, for a podcast that takes things lightly to get this serious, it's a bit tough for us. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, oh boy, this is a slippery, slippery slope. So let's let's switch gears for a second and talk about and not something lighter, but like okay, obviously Sam Ursan is mm-hmm. 
goalie number one. Um, we've had a dog shit week in quite a number, of, quite a number of areas here. Namely, uh, yeah. we're letting up minimum five goals a game uh, yep. for the last three games. We've lost three straight, and you and know, Casey's I'm, I'm, frozen. And, oh, am I? Am I there? You're good now. You're good. There you go. Um, and I'm of the feel. I'm I'm in that moment where I'm like, we're never gonna win another game this season. Right. Yeah, uh, that's where I am, and what a difference a week makes. You know, from the from the wailing of, of <laughs> Dallas, and then that stupid friggin' uh, Squirtle saxophone thing coming out. Yeah, all hell broke loose. Jinxed it. I blame it on Pokemon. Yeah, this, on Pokemon. I blame Charlie O'Connor. He's the one that tweeted it. This is what this season, though, like this needs to be a pivotal moment in the season <laughs> to me. This is the type of adversity that should make or break a team if they can pull through this show their resolve show their intestinal fortitude what the hell get through something like that right (laughs) christ (laughs) if anybody knows it right now it's danny briere and keith jones um god god bless them man right first year and (laughs) this is (laughs) nine months in or whatever like that that's boy but this is their proving ground now like they just lost their starting goalie they just had a kid who never stepped foot on the ice for the Flyers say that he didn't want to and had to trade him away. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's that's unfortunate. You know the the tough whole OTA thing. Yeah. It's a tough two weeks. Right. But this is where the team says that's in the rear view. We're looking ahead. We're focusing on us, who's here, who's buying in, and who wants to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And if they can turn that into motivation, this is a very dangerous team. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when Martinez was on here, he, he called it an inflection point. And I think that's exactly what it is. I just didn't realize that, like, the Drysdale thing, like, oh, I was like, oh, that's the inflection point. It's like, oh, this two-week span, theoretically, this can be the inflection point. And which way does it go? Right now, mm-hmm. you know, the, things are darkest before dawn. Like, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of, like, cliche BS. Um, but... Everything, including my mood, changes when we win. Mm-hmm. And we have an opportunity to go into two more games, and they're not easy games. Detroit's playing yeah. well, and Boston's the yep. top of the league, if not the top of the East, at least. Yep. Right. Play Carolina tonight, so yay, Boston, go. Um, right, yes. <laughs> and, and um, you know, I think they can look in the mirror and just say, this is not who we are. You know, this is two bad PR stories on top of three years of awful hockey. Let's show them who the new Flyers are. And I think this is where John Tortorella and everything that he represents probably steps into play more than anything else right, right now is just focus on what you can control and shut out the noise. Yep. Shut out the noise. Do your thing on the ice. Be responsible on the ice and, and play our game. That yep. right there should be the message. And yeah. there's no one better to deliver it than John Tortorella, in my opinion, too. Uh, honestly, I, I feel like we kind of should have seen this coming with the way they've played over the past couple of games. Because Saturday was not a good game for Carter Hart. They pulled him. Even Tort said, I thought we were still in the game, so I, I pulled him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. 
he does leave absence, and I'm like, all right, interesting. Like, what the heck's going on? And last night they played like a very distracted hockey team, and I I feel like just the the news looming over the team of I'm I'm sure there was discussions be, between teammates of hey this this is probably going to happen. I just want to prepare you like the team was just not on their A game the past couple of games. And yeah, they had their spurts where they were trying to crawl back into it, but it was just tough to watch. And and like Casey said, it, it what a weird two weeks. Cause last, last week when we beat Dallas, we were on top of the world. And now we're, we just lost three straight and we have no idea what is happening. Like everybody thought coming home would have, would have, would have helped jolt this team into what we really need to be, even though we suck at home for some reason this year. I don't understand that, but like, right. Going into Detroit, you need to kind of have a, a statement game. I, I know Torts hates that word, statement games, but I like this team needs right. to show their identity. It's like, a punctuation game. <laughs> punctuation, <Yeah>. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it just in my mind, too, like in the way I've been mentally prepping myself for this season, is that they're, the bottom's going to fall out eventually. And I hate thinking that way, but I've been conditioned based off of the past how many years of Flyers hockey? Right. We're all I, there, by the way. Like, we're, right. we're I figured like, I, I didn't want to speak for everybody, but I figured that most of us, if not all of us, were there. Now, I'm not convinced this is the beginning, but I'm not convinced it's not. If <laughs> they can come into these next two games, if they can beat Detroit, I, I think losing to Detroit just stokes the flames of this being the bottom falling out. Right. I can... I can fathom a tough loss to Boston because Boston's a very good team. I, I can fathom that. Take them to overtime, maybe one goal game, you're pressing at the end. Okay. But if they drop both those games, I'm not here to say the sky's falling, but like this could be the bottom falling out on a team where it's just finally starting to catch up with them. Uh, they're just not that, they're not there yet. Keith Jones on the PHLY podcast uh, earlier this week mentioned about how they played such a great game against Dallas and even played a great game against the Avs, but the difference is that star, the yeah. McKinnon, you know, the, the one star that can take over a game, and the Flyers just don't have that. Mm -hmm. They're winning games without one, which is great. But they're very close games. But they're close I, games. Yeah, I, I – um... I'll add to what you said, which I will say if we lo lose both games in regulation, then that's a killer. I'm very, very concerned. If we take three out of four points or two out of four points, I'm actually okay. It's like, okay, we're limping, we're limping into the all-star break. Regroup. Let's yep. see where things go come February 6th or whatever the hell we come back. Yep. Um, but like we knew January was going to be a gauntlet. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think the goal for this team in general is be like, be in contention as long as possible. We're still in contention. Oh, and yeah. our, our division isn't doing itself any favors. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we lost, but like, you know, would I rather be in our shoes or the Islander shoes? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like never the Islander shoes. Never, <laughs> yeah, yeah, never. never. Um, you know, Jersey's missing. Uh, what's it? Jack Hughes right now. Like you, you know, like every team's dealing with it, and so right. it's not like we're facing. Uh, it, it. The funny thing is, and I was I was laughing about this because I'm a psycho. Um, Dallas. You prefaced it that way. 
Dallas was the, <laughs> what Carter should have. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> Dallas was the first time we've had a full roster in like two years. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, typicos down. Tip against her. <laughs> like uh-huh. you know, and it's like. Oh shit! Well, oh. that was fun for a game. Hockey gods are up there, just like uh, this one. Ping, this one. Tweet ping. that back. <laughs> Too the far. Sam and I were, were God is sitting there with the <laughs> sniper rifle, like I, <laughs> from the bell tower. <laughs> it's like I mean, and, and getting to obviously the hockey talk here. Like you can sit here and say, I think the Carter Hart stuff weighs on a lot of these guys because he's still a teammate to them but like you could also tell that like weren't any if if any well wishes in regards they didn't to want him. to talk about it nobody wanted to talk about it so i think I, like it was, i, I was, wouldn't be surprised it was wild. i like I, I stumbled from morgan frost interview and he was like i can't i'm not gonna touch, i'm not gonna touch on that and right. answer something else and i was like oh Frost. And that's Whoa, good. What was that? <laughs> Wait, say that's that again. Best. I, I, what's the? He's scenario? like, I'm. Frost was doing the uh, post game interview last night. I, I had stumbled upon it for some reason, um, and he was. Someone asked him a question about Carter Hart, whatever. He's like, I can't. I'm not going to talk about that, and and answered the question a different way. And like, apparently, a lot of the players did that last night. And I was like, okay, Th- that was my like first inclination. Like, this is bad. Like something. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't just you know like a mental health exit. This is this is something kind of yep. extreme, and, and they can't talk about it. Did Did you hear? I mean, Danny did a three minute press conference today, and I was like, "Well, that was a nothing burger." He he ran a half hour, and oh, I I got three minutes of Danny. It was a half hour. It was already a planned press conference. Oh really? Um, it was it was his like mid mid year press conference. Huh. Mm-hmm. It was all, it it's was already smart. planned before even Carter Hart did this. Um, but I think it's smart. No one's touching on that, though. Honestly, like I think that's the what, smartest what, move. Yeah, what, what are you going to ask? And they're going to be like, "No, go to the league. Go to the league. Like go to right. The like it, it, even even if someone wants to even go as far as to say like, you know, I understand Carter's taking a leave of absence. Hope he's okay. And, and like you know how people ramble. You know how people sometimes get caught up in the moment talking someone's going to say something. It's going to get heavily scrutinized and, and they're going to paint that guy as a villain. I'd rather someone just say, I'm not yeah. touching this right now. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. That's the best way to go about this because someone says something and then potentially he's guilty. And then it's like, Oh, well, Travis Sanheim said he wishes him well. Like you wish a rapist. Well, like that. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's the way this world works now. Yep. Right. Like I saw a bunch of jokes online about like all these people wishing him well. And, you know, it's like, like as a person, like right now, like I hope that he's mentally sound and, and okay, mm-hmm. but like, I'm not here to say like, yeah. Oh, my heart goes out to him. Like, no man. Like if he's guilty, I give to, you know, what's about him. Like, right. bye. see you later. But if he's not guilty, it, hey. But until he is until he is guilty, like he's okay, innocent. Let's not pass judgment. Let's not pass he's, judgment. Right. right. He's guilty and he's innocent until proven guilty. So yes, Jesus. I hope he's okay right now. <laughs> if they find him guilty, yeah, see ya. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Play yep. play on the highway, bud. Um back to actual but, hockey talk, though. Yes, the Flyers have been playing poorly. Um 
Hold I, on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Did you? I will say last night, I don't think they played poorly. I, I think they played okay. indicates that they played poorly. But watching that game, you ran into five players who are arguably some of the best players in like yeah. NHL power play history. And they sure. lit us the fuck up. And with three power play, I mean, one technically wasn't a power play goal, but it was a power right. play goal. It was pretty close. Three power play yeah. goals. I think we outplayed them five on five. And I think, sorry, Derek, I didn't want to ramble. Go. No, go. you're fine. I, I think it's the Honestly, Ottawa loss that sticks out to me the most because it's like Ottawa bad team played a yeah. bad game. Like, man, like that's the game you really need, especially Giroux. And you knew, you knew Giroux was going to score. And added bonus, Zach McEwen scored too. Like, what? <laughs> A Come on. nasty ripper, too. Oh, my right. gosh. And I'm like, I'm happy for him. I like Zach. We all liked Zach McEwen when he was here, like, in that he limited role. But you'd hate to see him succeed against That's the name us. of our episode because it works on so many levels. He seemed like a nice guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to get into another situation where John's calling me at 7 o'clock in the morning saying, that's not a good episode title. <laughs> There's a reason uh, why John's not on this one. There's no positive situation. We're right. <laughs> no positive way to spin this. Um, show, sh- 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 show. I, I, I have a thing. I have a thing. Hold on. Okay. All right. Let's go back. All right. So we're, we're talking pure hockey talk at this point. So we've lost three in a row. Torts continues to go on this 11 forward, seven defenseman. Mm-hmm. Now one goalie or two goalies uh kind one of and one and a half it drives me absolutely insane the defenseman kim york said it was like yeah it's tough like it, it's it's not good and i i understand the dilemma that we're in because you don't want to have drysdale come in and be like okay you're now out zamula or you're now out walker like right but at this point i think we need to walker had a tough game last night i texted you guys i was like walker yeah shit like he's not he's fumbling pucks like he was you know, he's, he's fredo right now he like meanwhile, right Papa! Papa! um <laughs> and so i think one we need to rip the band-aid off and go with six defensemen i think ristolainen mm-hmm. should hang his head in shame after that hit in oh. uh, against ottawa it was like come on dude so maybe it's risto that hits maybe it's zamula like Zamula hasn't played bad, but I'm still not right. I'm Risto not 100 there. Risto yeah. was terrible last night. Here's here's mm. my oh, in the early season when we didn't have an identity. What did we rely on? We relied on a really really solid fourth line. Right now we don't even have that because we have eleven forwards. Right. right. Drop the defenseman. Let's get back to basics. Not that I'm like a rah-rah Deloria guy, but like get Deloria paling and uh what's his name? Hathaway. Uh, Hathaway in there. By the yeah. way, have you ever watched an interview with Hathaway? That guy's oh, a God, psycho. No. Like you look at his eyes. eyes. He's the guy that spit on somebody. Oh. Like, yeah, I'd expect something like oh, that. He's someone not. like that. Yeah, he's dude. not. Anyway, get the three of them back together. Be like, guys, we're building around you guys again like we need this you guys are the foundation we've got away from that that is what needs to happen tomorrow night right put kate's as the 3c 
Yes. Frost is the two C, Coots is the one C. And then Lawton moves to the wing where we all think I'm pretty sure he's better. Yeah. And you go from there. I'm yeah. I, the I would even argue defense. bring bring Bobby back up. You guys know how I feel about it. Bring Bobby back up. I'm not I don't, gonna, don't say I'm not hmm. gonna do it. Yeah, no, I think over the all-star break. I don't think he better. will until after the all-star. Right. Yeah. He'd be better suited getting some time, some expanded minutes in there. But I, I agree. I loathe the seven defensemen. I think it is a that's why I'm not the coach, but I think it's a terrible idea. Your defensemen typically thrive off of having a partner that they work well with. Mm-hmm. And when that partner is interchangeable, you can't find your groove. Like mm-hmm. you're going to say that, okay, like Sandheim is out there for a shift with Steeler. Then, you know, two minutes later, he's out there for a shift with Walker. Then he's with Drysdale the next. Like, no, like if anything, your top pair should stay consistent. And your, your middle pair, honestly, should probably stay consistent too. They should rotate that third pairing if anything, but keeping in mind, you want to keep guys fresh. I get that. I, I just, I don't like messing with chemistry. It's it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And wh- why? I mean, is it a coincidence that we've let up what seven goals, five goals and six goals? Like, is that, is that what we've seen in the last couple, couple games? That's, that's exactly what we've six, seen. Five and seven. Yep. Yeah. And then, Two, two with St. Louis and then one with Dallas. Like, what, right. so just, it, it what just, happened? You know, it, it may not be a direct correlation, but, like, you know, humor me for a second. Like, Sam Sanheim and uh, – Jesus Drysdale. Drysdale, thank you. I, I wanted to say Deloria. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that one. I like that pair. Hear me, hear me out. Cam York, Cam York and Risto. And then you have Sealer and Walker, and with the potential of swapping Zamula out for one of those two. Is that not a solid seven defense, defensive core? You gotta sprinkle in Mark Stahl. Come on. Shut up. Yeah. So they did have seven defensemen. They did have seven defensemen against Dallas. Um, They've been running now, for the past two weeks since we got dry right. stuff, dude. I'm just, I'm trying to find it. We can't do it for. For two fucking weeks, dude, you can't do that. Right, right. Like, I, it drove me nuts when they did it. Was it last year they did seven defensemen? Uh, it, it's, it's, it never. I feel like it never used to happen. Like occasionally, one time because you know the guy that got recalled because of an injury couldn't make it down in time for the game. Right, but right, like right. making it a habit, I feel like that's an emergency plan. I mean, Christ, Sam Morin played wing. Like, and you <laughs> could technically they, say they played they signed him as a winger. But, yeah, they literally played him at wing. Like, good God, put put Walker at wing, put York at wing, and and solidify. Or, or, just, or just sit one of them. Just sit right. one of them. It's okay. Like, it God is sakes. Right. Let's like, we're, we're, I, sit. I feel like we're being so sensitive with these fucking defensemen. Like, right? just sit one of them. Casey, that's like five f bombs tonight. <laughs> uh, honestly, <laughs> my microphone. I mean, I. For the time being, I did like the seven defensive. We lots of travel, lots of game time. Like January was a very busy month for hockey, and we have two games left. Like mm-hmm. it, it was nice because it, it was saving everybody's legs. But like now, now it's time to take the training wheels off. Let Drysdale play his full. Like I, I get it; he's twenty-one years old. They won't, they don't want to pile on 20, 22 minutes on him. But like mm-hmm. that's when we're bringing him here. Like we want him to be a number one defenseman. That's not piling on. Like I know people are going to disagree, but like come on. Let's go. I, I I see both sides 
on one side, yes, like he could thrive with more minutes. On the other side, he could end up just being overworked like Provorov and shipped out when yeah, well, you know he decides was, not to dress up in a pride jersey. I, I look at it from the other direction. Is, okay, we may be spreading the defensive minutes around, but right now, like we're we're basically rolling three lines and maybe a player. You know, right, right. We, we're we're not rolling four lines, which the advantage of what we had before is that's what's you know the fourth line four lines going yeah. consistently and when you're playing back-to-back matinees you have to do that and you <laughs> can't get that done with 11 forwards and with two of them playing five minutes aside you're playing nine forwards at that point and, and that's right. the crazy part like how how can they let that happen when they're have two two offensive players are only playing five or six minutes a night when you're running 11 forwards it doesn't make sense if you don't do that you have all 12 like, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah, I still remember how upset we used to get when AV would play guys for five minutes a night. It's like, what's the point? What's the right. point in playing yeah, a guy for five minutes a night? You know, but again, that's Tortorella's decision. I think we can criticize him because we're pretty big fans, but at the same rate, it's like, dude, we're just, a little questionable. We, this is what happens when you we've, lose. We've afforded shit. ourselves the opportunity right. to the, criticize the him. in my life, guys. Like, the, things are not going <laughs> well right now in the <laughs> because of these three losses. Yeah. I was, I was, I was this the flyers on my freaking birthday. And they I was, music. oh wow, happy, happy birthday, Hoagie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was this close to getting tickets with my kids to the Ottawa game, and thank freaking God I did not drop <laughs> money on that. Oh, like, boy. not even like the company tickets, like actually me out of pocket tickets. And oh. that guy did that. <laughs> Wise choice. Wise choice. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. Um, covered a good bit tonight. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on here before we uh, wrap things up? Hmm. 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 Hey. game on Friday will be pretty cool. What's that? You're going to the game. No, alumni game is on Friday. Oh, the alumni <laughs> game. That's right. Yeah. Do you guys care about that? Not, Not really, really, but like, it's cool. Mike Richards I mean, is back. I'm yeah, happy Richards about that. is back. You'll have a bunch of alumni in the in the stands on on Saturday against the Bruins. That, that'll right. be pretty cool. I just I, cool. I have a really tough time getting up for matinee games. Like it's just I, I feel like oh, for 15 it. years we've just tanked matinee games. Yeah, this is a 12 I like it just because it's easier to watch. It's not like, even a matinee, it's a twelve. Putting the kids to bed games. at night, man. I missed like the first two periods. I can only catch the third. Drives me yeah, absolutely I like, insane. I have like basketball and lacrosse for kids. Like I'm I'm gonna be no. sitting there on the phone trying to <laughs> but it'll be tough but i don't know i i, I just i i loved um oh geez, mark recce you know that was my mm-hmm. first jersey ever like pumped he's going in the hall of fame is it awkward for him that it's like hey you're in the flyers hall of fame and it's like you want a stanley cup with the bruins awkward because uh, we love you more <laughs> yeah you won it with the penguins no he won yeah. it with the bruins too yeah. Did he like win one with the Penguins too? Though, right? He may. Have. I, I don't. I don't know. But or was he, that somebody else? There was somebody else that won it with the Penguins. I forget who. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Mark Recchi will forever be in my heart <laughs> as an iron-on numbered jersey that I had. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Well, then, uh, with that being said, here let's uh, put a bow on it. Let's uh, let everybody know where they're going to be able to find you, Hoagie. Uh, Pod Street Hoes on the X app. The X app. Oh, boy. I'm still going to end up calling it Twitter eventually. But uh, Matt Casey, 
I'm on Twitter at <laughs> Street Casey, I think. Oh, viewers, Elon. By by the way, like Hoagie, you you posted like I don't know some kind of like, hey, follow these guys That's today. Right. Yeah. The amount, like one kudos. Oh, to my you. phone went off. But the amount, <laughs> the amount of like follow requests I've gotten, and it's like smoke show hot girls oh i got i have to get a bunch of them yeah i'm like i still got it apparently (laughs) (laughs) it's that it's that great chin right there crazy (laughs) (laughs) oh boy 42 followers in 387 posts yeah yeah yeah. i'm sure you're religious (laughs) (laughs) oh all right man well then you can find me on Twitter at Pod Street. Bob John's not on Twitter, so who cares? Uh, but check out our affiliates, <laughs> guys over at Flyers High and Wide. They're on on uh, X. Sorry, Jesus, there we go. They're on X at Flyers HW. Our buddies over at the Five Minute Major Podcast too. They're on X at Five Minute Major Pod. That's it for tonight, fellas and people listening. And as always, I'll leave you with a Let's Go Flyers. Bye now. Adios, amigos. <laughs>